Welcome to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Axel Ragnarsson, and on this show, I dissect how seasoned multifamily investors started, built, and scaled their businesses. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. This episode is a bit of a different one, a bit of a special one, because this is episode number 200 on the podcast. And I wanted to do a quick little commemorative episode as it relates to reflecting on the last three years of actually doing this podcast. It's been over three years now. Started it shortly after COVID hit. I think it was May of 2020. Obviously, now it's late 2023. So really three and a half years into doing this. And doing a podcast is interesting because I'm talking a lot about what we do in our business. And then I'm interviewing other folks that are in the business, but I don't necessarily stop and talk about like what our business is and what we do and where we're at. And, you know, I did want to touch on that in this episode and just share how this podcast has changed our business because forever grateful for all the people I've met through doing this, whether it's partners or investors, vendors, I mean, all kinds of different people. And and then just talk about our business a little bit because I think there's a lot of folks that have found the podcast in the last six months or 12 months or two months or whatever it is. And they actually don't know too much about what we have going on. But first things first, thank you all for listening to the last 200 episodes. I mean, maybe not all of you have listened for the whole time, but thank you for listening to the podcast in general. And for those of you that have reached out and told me, I enjoyed this episode or this guest was great, or I learned something in on, on this episode when you talked about this topic, those are great. I always love it when people do that because it helps keep the motivation high to keep doing this. And because it's a grind. Doing this thing is a grind. And I do it because I enjoy it at the end of the day, but always, always appreciate that. And a special thank you for all the people that have left a rating and review. And if you haven't, and you've taken anything away from this at any point in time, I would certainly appreciate a five-star rating and review because that helps the show get noticed by more folks. But let's talk about the show a little bit, and then we'll talk about the business. We've, we're have we right at a 255 star reviews, 15,000 people tuning into the podcast on a monthly basis, which I have no idea if that's good, bad, what you know, what have you. Some months we peaked around 30 when we've had some great guests. And it's crazy to think that there's that many people listening to this or just that many people are tuning in on a regular basis. And really, really appreciate everyone, as I mentioned, who has joined and listened and rated and reviewed and et cetera, et cetera. And then some short-term goals for the show. We're, we're starting to put these on YouTube. Should have been doing that years ago, but just never did because I was too lazy to really do it at the end of the day. It's hard enough getting them up on just the podcast feeds. But we've started putting these on YouTube, just the video version of a lot of these episodes. And we put some shorts up. So I think the link's going to be in the show notes. I think my editor's putting it down in the show notes now if you want to go check out the YouTube channel. And uh, if you do go check it out, be sure to subscribe if you have an account and that's up your alley. Now... I do want to share a little bit more about Aligned Real Estate Partners, which is our actual business. And a lot of folks, again, listening to the show that don't really know what is going on with me or our company behind the scenes. And I want to bring it up. One is just validation for what I'm talking about as it relates to this is what we're doing. And this is what I feel comfortable talking about. And to kind of prove out that there is experience behind the scenes to be doing this and to be hosting a podcast like this. And then also to just communicate what we do to potential investors or partners and to put it out there as it relates to what we're looking to do throughout the rest of 2023 and into 2024 and throughout 2024 at the end of the day. And at a high level, Aligned Real Estate Partners is a multifamily investment platform 
We buy small to mid-sized multifamily properties throughout New England, specifically in New Hampshire and Rhode Island. And we also do do deals throughout Florida. We're looking to do more deals in a few markets, right? We're we're always going to be active in New Hampshire. That's where I'm originally from. And I, you know, I'm personally based in Boston, but we're always going to be doing deals in New Hampshire. We want to start doing more deals in other parts of New England, specifically Rhode Island and Southern Maine. And we've historically done a decent amount of business in Florida, and we would like to do more down there, although it's just harder to underwrite deals in Florida right now. So in terms of what we're seeking as a business is, you know, we're seeking one, investors, and you can get on our investor list if you're looking to passively invest alongside us in our deals. You can click the link in the show notes. We're looking for brokers or wholesalers or other investors to either assign broker deals to us or potentially JV on the active side in terms of looking for small to mid-sized multifamily deals, which I define as really 10 to 100 units in size throughout the markets I just mentioned. And and then I'm just looking to connect with other investors. Even if you're not looking to assign a broker deals, if you're just active in these markets, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to jump on a call and learn more about what you're doing in your business and see if there's a way in which we can collaborate. And in terms of what our business actually looks like now, uh, we currently own and operate about 225 units in New Hampshire previously peaked around 300 or so, but we've sold a lot of property over the last two years, just taking advantage of what the market's done, trying to put ourselves in a more effective cash position and uh, and really confirming and shoring up the foundational components of our business so that we can weather any storm that comes over the next couple of years with you know, rents flatlining or occupancy challenges or anything like that. So as it sits right now, we own and operate roughly 225 units a small portion of that portfolio is mine personally. Most of that, the vast majority of that, are deals that I'm a GP or a sponsor on, where we have other partners and then limited investors in those properties and those entities. Now, we also own a 48-unit complex down in Bartow, Florida, a market south of Orlando. And we previously peaked at about 100 units in Florida. And throughout 2022, we sold three deals that brought our unit count down to just our last building, which is our 48-unit down there. We did very well on all the deals that we sold in Florida. And we would like to continue buying in Florida, but we're probably going to wait until the insurance market stabilizes a little bit more down there so we feel more confident when we're underwriting deals. Now, in addition to what we're buying on the active side, I'm also a partner in a property management company called Blue Door Living. Uh, Blue Door Living is a property management company based in Manchester, New Hampshire. And it essentially manages our properties and it manages third-party units as well. So that management company manages roughly 450 units throughout Concord, Manchester, Nashua, the seacoast of New Hampshire, primarily small to mid-sized multifamily, so two to 50 unit deals. And in 2024, we have really big plans for this business. We feel like we're very, very good operators of that type of, or that segment of the multifamily sector. And we're going to be spending more time building out our third-party management portfolio in 2024. And that's a big goal of ours specifically expanding to other port parts of New Hampshire. And down the line, we view that as a regional management company that's a multi-state management company. And we're very proud of what we built in that business. I have two partners in that business, You know, more of kind of a back-end silent partner and then an operational day-to-day partner that really runs that business. And he does a great job. And that business employs eight full-time staff, probably going to get to 10 at the midpoint next year. And we feel we're best in class in what we do from a property management standpoint. So very proud of that business. And if you're an investor that owns, operates property in New Hampshire, and you're looking for a quality third-party management company, please reach out. I'd be happy to facilitate an intro 
with my uh, partner in that business who really runs it. And I'll leave that out there as a just an open offer to anyone that's looking for management services. Also, in the last couple of, year, couple of years, we've raised over $10 million in investor capital to capitalize our opportunities and our deals. And we're constantly looking to network with additional limited partners and passive investors to continue fueling the next stage of our growth. And we view the next two years as an incredible buying opportunity for well-capitalized investors that can operate extremely well, given what's going on in the marketplace. We obviously bought a lot over the last couple of years. We bought a lot in 2020, 21, and 22. And, but at the same time, we were buying less in 22 and 23, just because we felt like pricing was starting to get out of control. And the property that we did, did buy in 2021, contrary to what the mainstream media dictates, we're doing very well on those deals. We're, you know, we're, we're, sitting in a very positive equity position as it relates to the property being worth more than what we're into it for, plenty of equity, covering our debt with ease, operating well, and there's absolutely no signs of distress because we bought right and we bought in the right markets. And we've slowed down on the buy side the last couple of years as a result of what's happening in the marketplace. And that was by design because we figured that there was going to be a better opportunity coming around the corner. And we feel like we're entering that now in 24 and 25. So... We feel very confident with our market in terms of New England and then the areas that we invest in Florida, but primarily New England, supply constrained market, positive population growth, positive job growth, and we can operate extremely well. And we're going to be looking to do deals in 24 and 25. And we're looking to connect with LPs that align with that vision, that trust our ability as operators and who want to come along for the ride. So if you're somebody out there that's looking to passively invest, please consider clicking the link in the show notes and getting on our investor list. You can book a call through any various links on our website as well, especially if you're somebody who is longer term minded, understands the value in taking action while the market is in a transitionary period and pricing a little is, is a little out of whack. Happy to talk. Would love to would love to chat. And in terms of what we're actually looking to buy, very specifically from an acquisition criteria standpoint, because I talked about the markets we want to be in, but I want to talk about the actual type of real estate we're looking to buy. As I mentioned, we're being very patient and we're seeking B and C class value ideals in the markets that we're active in because that's our core competency. And we are primarily focusing on buying high quality deals, not a high quantity of deals. And when I say high quality, there's any number of ways to actually quantify what that is. And it's it's challenging to quantify it because there's the qualitative aspect of the real estate itself. And then there's the quality of the returns that you're projecting. So I'll start with the quality of the real estate. We're looking to buy in quality neighborhoods, properties that are not functionally obsolescent, that have effective floor plans that are in high demand from a resident standpoint. We're looking for great parking. We're looking for properties that have great bones that don't require a significant amount of exterior capex or common area capex. So the right siding, good windows, good foundations, good lots. We're looking for properties with high bedroom counts. We really like buying properties that have two, three, four, or two, two, three, four bedroom average unit counts versus uh, studios and ones because we attract a resident that typically stays for longer, that typically renews that second lease, that's less transient, which therefore creates less vacancy risk in the portfolio. And from a quality and from a risk adjusted return standpoint, we're typically looking for light to moderate value adds. 
trying to get away from really hefty value adds unless the pricing is extremely compelling. We would much rather earn a 16, 17 IRR and a light value add than an 18, 19 IRR and a heavy value add. The additional risk from a construction standpoint is not necessarily worth it for us, given a couple percentage point difference on a projected return standpoint. So we're looking for deals that we can really come in, improve the quality of management, do light to moderate value add improvements, and create value for our investors comparatively to taking a lot of construction risk, a lot of execution risk. And we're looking for deals that are located in sub-markets where when tenants have the ability and residents have the ability to demand pricing, they have the ability to command where they want to live, the rental market slows down, which it is, it's happening in real time. We just want to be at the top of the list, right? So we want to be, again, as I mentioned, a lot of the qualitative real estate components of bedroom count, floor plan, curb appeal, parking. We also want to be in the right sub-markets. So, and this gets down to a street by street level of granularity within the markets that we operate in, within the cities that we operate in. Two blocks, one way or the other, can actually change the desired appeal as it relates to a building. And we, we're being very diligent about what we buy. So, we would rather do a smaller number of deals that have more compelling returns from a risk adjusted standpoint. And that's a major focus of ours heading into this next year. And that's our focus, but I think that should be most investors' focus, right? If you're going to be taking on the risk of buying C-class, heavy value-add, tough area, you need to be earning returns that significantly compensate you for the risk you're taking and in getting into that type of deal. And you shouldn't be just doing that deal to earn the same returns you could do in a lighter value-add type of opportunity. It just doesn't necessarily make sense to do that right now. And from a debt standpoint, we're fixing all of our rates. We're using five-year money, conservative LTVs. And we always buy at below market value. That's We just don't do deals unless that's a component of the actual purchase, therefore creating even more equity on the buy side. So I wanted to share a little synopsis right, in terms of what we're doing, what I'm involved in, what we're up to, because I think there's a lot of folks listening to the show that don't know that. And if you're somebody that's found this podcast in the last three months, six months, nine months, whatever, gives you a little bit of an insight into what I'm talking about. So Again, I want to thank everybody out there who's listened over the last three years. Appreciate all the support. It's been a blessing to grow this show, and it's been a blessing to meet everybody that I've met through this medium and, and just through doing this. And I hope to crank out another couple hundred episodes, go another three and a half plus years. And again, if you've enjoyed the show over the years, please consider leaving a, uh, a rating and review for the show as it helps to get noticed by more folks. Always appreciated. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. 